Hey, it's Marisa, and you're listening to Heard That with Marisa Tigney Podcast. The Heard That with Marisa Tigney Podcast is sponsored in part by Holy Grail Clothing Company, an American lifestyle brand presented by the Regal Brand Incorporated. Discover high-quality handcrafted essentials from their collections for men, women, and children. Podcast subscribers can take 15% off their entire purchase with discount code HEARDTHAT15. That's H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5 when they shop the virtual retail store at HolyGrailClothingCompany.com. That's HolyGrailClothingCO.com. Holy Grail Clothing Company, wear your crown. I absolutely love doing volunteer service. I have met the most amazing people and some extraordinary kids as well. The cool thing that kids will always ask for when I am volunteering is books, if we have books available for them to take home because their passion and love for reading. There's an amazing author out there by the name of Trevor Romaine who has such cool books for kids that are fun and awesome with simple stories that kids can relate to and parents as well. The Trevor Romaine Company has a diverse collection of social and emotional learning resources to help children and their families become healthier, happier, and more confident. All heard that, listeners. If you go on trevorromaine.com today, you get an exclusive 15% off your complete order by using the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5, at trevorromaine.com. Trevor Romaine, no E at the end of Romaine. Dot com today. What's up, listeners listening in the United States and around the world? You are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. I am your host, Marisa. Today, we have an amazing, amazing guest on with me today. He is in the heart of Ohio, so I know Buckeye fans are going to go absolutely crazy. He is in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, he is a husband, he's a dad. He is, I'm envious of him right now because he happens to be a fan of some teams that know how to win. <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit. I'm not going to tell you what his occupation is because he's going to talk about that a little bit uh, when we get more into the segment. But uh, I just want to welcome to the show, Jaron Mack. I'll thank you, thank you. Sir. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing today? I am so great, and I'm so glad that you're on here. And like I said uh, to the listeners, I am jealous of you because you're a fan of teams that know how to play well and know how to win. So let's start with one of them that basically concluded the season, the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the run that they did make. I know you and I went back and forth in, uh, on our Facebook page and everything of you know what we liked, what we didn't like. Uh, I really, I picked them to go all the way and, um, you know, so rooting, did I. yeah, I was rooting yeah. with you. <laughs> I was, I was rooting with you, but, uh, I like some of the off season changes that they made. I mean, the NBA draft just concluded, uh, Jason Tatum finally secured the bag, which I believe is well deserved 195 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to hear your thoughts. You don't have Gordon Hayward on there no more. Tristan Thompson now acquired, Center, so, uh, why don't you start there of uh, what you like what you didn't like and give me an assessment grade uh if you will of what the boston celtics have done first and foremost thank you for the invitation I'm very honored to be here um second off in terms of my celtics um on 
on a first year that LeBron James was finally in the Western Conference, which I was excited about, I was like, okay, this is this is our this is our path to the finals, and uh, came up short to Miami. You know, COVID hit, and uh, and that was big. But um, in terms of like the off season moves, it just sucked seeing. For, like first we saw Kyrie leave for nothing, then we saw Al Horford go to Philly, got nothing in return, and then I I, I was hearing rumors of the Pacers were going after um, um, Gordon Hayward, and we were going to do like a sign and trade, but then he went to Charlotte, and mm-hmm. we, that was our third guy that went for nothing. So um, I wanted Gordon Hayward to stay. Um, I did some research on the guys that we drafted. Um, they looked to be pretty good, but. I just wanted a center. So I guess Tristan Thompson is going to be it. So I'm excited, but um, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I, I think I think you got a pretty good squad. I think that, you know, Tatum, when he got paid, and like I said, mm-hmm. deservingly so, I think that, you know, Danny Age is, Ainge is putting the pieces together and the pieces in place. I was really surprised to see Hayward go. I agree with you. Um, the Hornets are paying him pretty well. Uh, so hopefully he will stay healthy with that team and that organization. But um, do you see them making another similar run, if not going to the NBA finals? Um, do I see us making a run to the finals? I do. Um, I think with I think with us not playing in the bubble coming up, hopefully, I don't know like what their plan is this year for that. Mm-hmm. But um, I think if we can actually play in the garden, I think that that will help us. Um, Teams that I feel I got lucky last year, like like the Miami Heat, I don't think that we'll have to deal with that as much this year, but I feel like this is like a do or die season. Tatum finally has some money. He like he is the face of the team. So I think we can do it. I think we can. I think so. It's gonna be exciting to watch that team. And another team that you root for that is so exciting to watch your Steelers, mm. the only yeah. NFL team so far, knock it. on wood, that is undefeated. No. Uh, yes, I, I like what they're doing, and I and I said this to another person that's a Steelers fan. Can people can people please give Mike Tomlin some credit? Uh, I, I that he is he's whatever is working for that organization mm-hmm. for y'all right now to be ten and zero. I think I, I I like calling you like the mini CEO because mm-hmm. your post that you have I feel like that you're there in the war room and then talking to the other coaches. I mean, us fans, we always think that we have the best decision for uh, the coaches and the staff. But, uh, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, I mean, 2,500 plus yards he's doing. He got 24 touchdowns, uh, five interceptions, which is really impressive uh, through 10 games. I mean, the fewest. His numbers isn't flashy. He's not in the top 10 conversation when it comes to quarterbacks. But 10-0 and getting the job done. Uh, yeah. What are you liking? What are you seeing out of your Steelers besides them being undefeated? Um, in terms of the Mike Tomlin situation, because I've been critical of him at times, um, like at times, I'm sorry, but um, I think he's earned my respect this year. I, mm-hmm. I definitely give it to him. He's a heck of a coach. Um, ben Roethlisberger, I was one of those guys that wanted my quarterback and like my team to get younger because mm-hmm. you see guys around my division with Baker and, and Burrow and, uh, and Lamar Jackson. Um, but Ben Roethlisberger is showing that he is that like he is the measuring stick in that division. So he's playing, he's playing, um, he's playing best his abilities now. Team, the defense is playing like lights out right now, even mm-hmm. with some injuries. So um, I this I've been looking like at our schedule. I think this. I mean, the next opponent is the Ravens, and I, I'm, Ravens. I'm just I, I think that 
I looked at I think this is I think this is our loss. This is our loss. Really? You think so? At home though. I think this is our loss because because it's a division rival. Mm-hmm. It's a team that knows us really, really well. And I it's a team that's coming off of a loss themselves, a really close loss. So exactly. They- Lamar Jackson's taking a lot of flack this this year because people are saying he's not playing up to like his abilities from like last year and the year before. So I feel like he's gonna come out in like a big game for them. So they're chasing the Browns. Browns are chasing us. So I think I think the, the Ravens are going to keep it close with you all. I think this is going to be a win because you got to realize you, they got two of their top players that are out right now, unfortunately, due to COVID. That's Mark Ingram mm-hmm. and J.K. Dobbins. They're mm-hmm. out. I heard they just moved our game, actually. I think they moved it to Monday. Did they move it? I, I think they moved it to, to, uh, to Sunday afternoon, I believe. Okay. So it wasn't tomorrow, but yeah. Okay which will give them time possibly hopefully that their tests come back negative and that they're a full strength. Cause I like a good competitive game. Um, I'm giving a slight edge to the Steelers. I mean, at home, uh, you know, like I said, Ben Roethlisberger and his crew, they're in the comfort zone right now and, and just mm-hmm. making it happen. Um, you know, hopefully, and I'm hearing, you know, conversations about it, putting him in the MVP race. And I agree with it. Yeah. He needs I to do. be there. I agree. I, I agree with it. Uh, and a Cincinnati Reds fan. So (laughs) Cincinnati Reds. What can you say? (laughs) We are the farming system for the rest of uh, Major League Baseball. Like we Mm -hmm. develop stars and then we send them out or Mm -hmm. we let them go and they go and they go elsewhere and become stars. So I'm just waiting for it to happen now. So um, the Kings are underachieving. That's how I don't have much to say about them. Right. Unfortunately. We'll just have <laughs> to see what happens and you know, if they can make some moves or anything else. I think they're really good. I know that my mm-hmm. Tigers had struggled with them on and off through uh last season. But the thing about the Reds is when they get hot, they're hot, and when they get cold. Cold, they are they are next level cold. Next level cold. And it is it's no in-between, like. Oh, they blew a lead or they blew a save or everything else. If they're horrible beginning in the first inning, it's it's over. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm. If they like score like five good six, five to six good runs in the first inning, oh, you know they're gonna win it. So Yep, exactly. And we have the pitching to go far. It's just we just need I'm I was looking at our roster a couple of days ago just trying to pinpoint like what we need. Um, but um there's a few holes. But pitching, mm-hmm. pitching I'm really, really confident in. Um, but our hitting coach, I don't know who that is. I know mm-hmm. I posted about him before, but I think they need to reevaluate mm-hmm. like who our hitting coach is. So yeah, I, I agree. And then one thing I forgot to say too, uh, shout out to Chase Claypool going back to your Steelers. I have him picked as rookie of the year. Oh, for sure. He's playing out of his mind. Yeah, absolutely. I out think of he his has mind. like 11 touchdowns and I, I think 10 or 11 touchdowns so far. And we're in like yeah. week 10 or 11. So, um, they're probably going to give it to like Herbert, um, but I think the Claypool definitely needs to be in there. No, I think he may sneak up in there. I mean, Justin Herbert told him his own. I mean, the Chargers record is looking absolutely atrocious, but what Justin Herbert has done, I oh, mean, yeah. he, he now went from the long hair that he had to the short hair. So who knows if there's magic in that little short buzz cut mm-hmm. that he has and they turn around exactly. and start winning, you know, we'll have to see. But yeah, he is definitely their future. Uh, prayers, sure. and, prayers and big ups to Joey Burrow, man. That that's sure. unfortunate. MCL ACL like tear. Him. Yeah, he's he's a baller. He he's an yeah. absolute baller. So 
uh, hopefully can come up. They were sitting there saying six to nine months out. You know, hopefully he'll heal faster than that because uh, the Bengals just need to really build around him and make For things sure. happen. Um, what I was telling the listeners is, is that you are such an important, your, your job that you do uh, in Ohio is huge, especially during this time. Um, and I, I really want to touch on that because we're seeing a lot of, and I know you are, the field that you work on um, is, is, is mental health. And we're seeing yes, a lot of that from people just everyday people just like you and I to uh, celebrities to even sports figures dealing with mental health, either, you know, it's affecting their home, it's affecting themselves to where we're seeing the divorce rate climb, we're seeing unfortunate things happen like suicides climb, um, people that are writing op-eds uh, in uh, the sports world about, you know, dealing with the battle of mental health. And it's about time that it got a bigger spotlight. And Definitely. you being a mental health treatment group uh, specialist for youth, uh, I wanted to ask you because of this pandemic that has been since March and neither one of us, and I'm sure none of us in the United States with the, the, with the cases of COVID that are unfortunately past 260,000 deaths, um, I know that you have never mentioned, you know, even thought at all that mental health in this state, in this capacity would probably skyrocket. And I wanted to ask you, have you seen more cases? I know you uh, deal with youth, um, but have you ever, you know, had to deal with adults? Because again, you got the adults that are, got the kids at home from school. Mm -hmm dealing with you know homeschooling their kids 90 95 percent we're not teachers you know what i mean exactly. so you know it's a whole different transition and people and parents have to adapt they have to adjust they have to adjust their work mm -hmm. schedules and all that to make sure that their kids are getting you know that education and being on top of it so um you i i call you a hero because mm -hmm. of and, and many people that are specialists like yourself that mm -hmm. are, are dealing with that. So what is it that you are seeing as, as a, a, a mental health group specialist? Uh, have you seen any of the cases increase? Have you had, like I said, adults reach out to you and say, you know, I'm at my breaking point or, you know, just, I want to open up that platform to you and have you discuss a little bit about that. Um, in terms of like what I've seen, like in this field, like, like we've definitely seen a lot more, um, um, like requests for like kids like needing our care like 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 from whether it's like their caseworker their county their parents or whatever um because with them having so much time to be home there's been a lot of like chaos and turmoil like like in between families and that and that's led to like a lot of issues um like i've had that conversation like with my wife also in terms of like like with her working for like with like my wife is working from home now or whatever so she's having to juggle so much and i give her a lot of credit because she's because she's having to like, you know, check herself mentally because she's having to deal with like our son and dealing with our other kids and trying to like, you know, keep his schooling going, like going okay and uh, and her doing like her like work or whatever. So it's taking a toll on her. So I've, I've, I'm like coming home from work and, and using the same terminology I'm using at work just about, you know, self-care and, you know, and, you know, coping skills and, and, you know, you know, like taking fives and taking breaks or whatever. So um, I've, I have definitely noticed 
noticed a lot more people like needing resources like during this like pandemic or whatever mm -hmm. um and i'm seeing it at home also so you know i just tell everybody to try to you know like find something to like you know you know keep them sane and and, and like i use that word like coping skills so much or whatever like 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 whether it's bouncing the ball or you know i don't know like whatever you gotta do for like self, like like for yourself, and like your self care is something I definitely recommend for everybody. So mm -hmm. I'm telling everybody that. What do you What do you do? Because I know that, you know, when you hear story after story, case after case of so many um, young people that are dealing with mental health issues, and um, what do you do for self care? Because I know after a while it becomes, mm -hmm. you know, so overwhelming, and you for you. Sure. Know, all of that and that's just like okay i need a break i need to chill out i need a time out i need to you know step away from that what do you do to keep yourself your mental in check um that that's a really really good um a good like question um i know when i first started in this field like when i didn't know anything about like the whole like self self-care aspect of it and like and, and you know finding your coping skills or whatever um i realized that mine was was like running and like working out or whatever like going to the gym like like i don't care like how late it is like i try my best to make sure i can get maybe an hour hour and a half each day whether it's morning or nighttime after my kids are asleep or whatever um to go in the gym it helps me like you know like you know get out some frustration um have some time to myself listen to music music is really really big to me so um so going to the gym has definitely been something um that, that like i've done for myself and when everything was shut shut down i made sure like i had some equipment at home uh just like some hand weights or whatever i'll let my kids like work out with me like just messing around so um that's something that like i've noticed that i do for myself and i realize that's something i really really need just to keep myself sane so you know and that's so important too because with everything, unfortunately, again, and I just don't understand why people do not get it, you know, wear a mask, wash your hands, practice um, social, distancing. You know, social distancing. And, you know, you were seeing the cases starting to increase, places starting to shut down, yeah. um, you know, restaurants, bars, that kind of livelihood, movie theaters and, and everything like that. There, people are just, I just wish they would get a clue on how serious this is and this pandemic is and that it does affect mm -hmm. the mind and we all have to do our part to to do to do those things it's it's, it's simple i i would think you know putting it on a mask you you know washing your hands and social distancing i would think it's simple i just wish people would follow into that that path you know that that, that footsteps and and, and make it's it happen. crazy it's crazy. I've actually seen like two like close like French friends of mine actually that are actually like going through actual divorces now. Mm -hmm. Like ever since this like the whole like pandemic started, like like as people being at home and and like and like and like I think that's been really really sad. Like mm -hmm. with them not having like their mental health in order or like being able to work through issues at home because now they're around each other so like so often. It's 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 unfortunate. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so definitely like like uh, finding stuff to do to keep yourself sane is uh, is very very important, and that's something I try to do before I even like get back home. So I make sure that I'm in a okay space, you know, to go into dad mode or right. husband mode. So it's important. That's what I was gonna ask you. Is like you have that day where you're getting all, you know, you're checking on the the youth that you you know counsel and, and check in on everything else. And I was gonna ask you that you like how do you turn that off? 
you know, when you get home <laughs> from that yeah. day of, you know, you're doing counseling and, 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 you know, person after person after person after person, and then you got to walk through the door and like, okay, I'm not Jaron Mack, the, the health, yeah. you know, mental health counselor. I'm now Jaron Mack, the father, the husband. So turn that off, turn that on. Hey, everybody. Hi, I'm home. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I've, I've definitely had to check myself at times because I could have a horrible day at work, but then when I'm like walking in, I try my best to not bring that home like with me or whatever. Cause mm -hmm. I always like have to remember whatever happened at work is not my wife's fault. It's not my kid's fault. Mm -hmm. That would work. I got to separate it. I know I'm thinking about it and thinking about the next, next day, but I just try my best to, you know, like say a prayer to myself and then go inside and then like, you know, get, get, get like a hug and kiss from like my kids. And I'm typically okay, but there's been days because I'm human that like I come inside and I'm real on edge. But my wife will be like, hey, like, you, do you need to take a break? Like, you need to do such and such because you're sort of tripping. But, um, you know, um, like when that happens, I try to apologize and like, you know, just, just, just take, I like call it a five. Like, like I just take five, get myself together. Um, but I'm pretty good at like separating like work, like work from like home. But, you know, we're human. So we have those days. But um, I just always remember whatever I'm going through at work is not anybody else's fault at home so you know and that's some good advice that you definitely shared there i, I love that you always talk about your family and, and mm -hmm. you are a family guy to the fullest and those that are listening that know you uh would agree with me and you have four amazing kids three mm -hmm. daughters they're absolutely gorgeous and mm -hmm. and your handsome son and yep. the beautiful yep. thing that you and your wife are are going through a journey with with your son is that he is autistic. Yes. And so I want to open up the, the platform for you and you know teach the listeners because myself, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll admit I don't know a whole lot about you know the, the world of autism. Uh, yeah. I, I see it on TV, commercials, social media, that sort of thing. Um, but I don't know from a parent's point of view or, you know, a guardian's point of view when they have that son, they have that daughter that is on the autistic, autistic spectrum. So when did you and your wife knew, you know, when did y'all find out about your son, uh, being autistic and then, you know, take us through the journey, you know, the, through the day to day of, you know, cause I, I, I know that you and, and the beauty of you, uh, what you're doing through, uh, the posts that I see you put up and everything else is that you're making basically his not life just as normal as, you know, your other three kids that you have. So maybe in the journey of what you and your wife go through with, with your handsome son. Um, it was actually my mom when my son was about a year and a half that actually had brought, that like brought it to mind and my wife's attention, like just about some of the stuff that he was doing. Like, I guess they call it stimming or whatever, I guess. That was like the terminology of, of, of him being real active, like like with his hands or whatever. Like when he gets fresh, frustrated, and I noticed that like his speech and like and like his you know sentence structure was real like delayed. But I just was thinking in my head like he might be like a little bit behind, and everything will be uh, fine. But then uh, my mom had got us in to uh, to get like the actual second opinion on nationwide uh, children's, and um and he got diagnosed or whatever. Um, and that was, and like, that was a big, big, big moment for me because um, it's just like my only son, I wasn't expecting um, to, have to, to have to, you know, like, you know, learn about the autism thing or whatever, because I knew nothing about it. Like, um, like it was extremely foreign to me. So I immediately 
like like got on the internet was looking up like how do you handle this how do you handle that but then i had to realize like there is no real like you know like guidelines or no like playbook for it like 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 every kid on the spectrum is different so um so just like learning your kid is the most important thing so um that's that's been what me and my wife have been like doing trying to get him the help like he needs but this whole pandemic has been really really unfortunate because um schooling has been tough for him because mm -hmm. because he's only in there like one day a week and now they just changed it to all virtual and his attention span like like with the autism is like super duper like 15 20 minutes so um so that's been tough but uh but he's still doing really really well uh we're trying our best to work with him at home but um yeah it's uh it's 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 a real real interesting thing for me but it's something it might sound odd that I'm, that I'm actually I don't like how do I put it like I don't want to say I'm happy it happened to mm -hmm. him or whatever but I sort of am because I think it helped me grow as a person or whatever and open up my eyes because now I like take that whole autism that whole autism subject like so serious or whatever mm -hmm. um like like if there's fundraisers I try to like you know donate to them any awareness I can bring to people like, 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 it's extremely important to me now. Like, it should have been before, but now that that that, that like I'm dealing with somebody or whatever, someone I love dearly, um, yeah. it's very, very important to me. So, um, but I'm what learning you, every day. That's that's awesome. What do you think? You know, and your son is how old? He just turned five. Yeah, he turned five. five. Oh, he's the big five. Yeah, All right. Five. Uh, mm -hmm. What is it that that you see that? Because I know people, when they, they become diagnosed with something, people, unfortunately, they think that they're their expert. You know, what is the biggest misconception uh, that you that you have seen about, you know, about being that your son being autistic that you wish people would just get a grasp of and understand? The biggest misconception, the biggest thing that like, you know, like bugs me is like when people are like, uh, like, oh my gosh, he's autistic. And like, does he do this? Does he do that? Like, you guys let him go to the park and do this and that. And I always say, I'll let him be a kid. Like, like, like I want him to, that I want him to part, just enjoy yeah. himself. And like, even like, even like if he thinks different or like processes stuff different, needs different stuff to like calm down compared to like your kid or his kid or her kid. Mm -hmm. Um, like everybody's different. Like I watched this thing on Disney Plus that's called Float. I recommend everybody watch it. And um, and like the story, like like, like on that little short was real, real similar to my situation with him initially, because uh, because when I would take him out or whatever, and people would like look in because he was making loud noises or wanted to do, you know, like different type of stuff. Like 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 at first, like I'd be borderline, like you know, uh, like like. Uh, What's the word like self-conscious about it or watching everybody else but then i had to realize like he's just being himself mm -hmm. so um and that's what i let him do now like might consider him different but you know he can't control it he's just being himself and i just want him to live his best life so you know and that's and that's beautiful that you you know let him be him and For he's sure. five and you let him be a kid you know kid. he yeah and, and i think that that's where you know, myself and, and other people that, you know, have, well, I can only speak for myself that has seen different stories and, you know, I'd see, you know, different celebrities like Holly Robinson Pete is, is a big advocate that I've seen on, on her platform, using her platform about autism, you know, speaks and, you know, her son, 
Uh, he has a twin sister, but her son, uh, RJ uh, Rodney Jr. is autistic, but she brought so much awareness and, and, and talking about, you know, that's that similar thing that you're talking about. And, you know, people having that misconception of, you know, he's this and he's that, and they just label, you, they yeah. labeled him. And, you know, you were talking about labels. Yeah, the labels, you know. like the labels bother me so much. Yeah. Like I, they, they, they bother me so much. I'm like, I didn't name my son autistic. This is my son's name. He's five, he's a kid. Yeah. Let him play, let him be normal. And that sense of normalcy, and that's important for people to know. And that's important mm -hmm. for everyone to realize that, that, yes, he has this, or, you know, that there may be a kid that has Down syndrome or whatever, but mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, they're kids. Facts. Let them be a kid. Exactly. Let them play, let them enjoy life. And like you said, enjoy their life to the fullest and, and, and embrace everything around them. Certain mm -hmm. things that they don't want to do, they don't want to do it. But certain yeah. things that they want to embrace and they want to do, let them do it. Exactly. And, and, and that's and that's so important. And I'm so glad that you share that so that, you know, and people hopefully will uh, catch those gems that you dropped and, and understanding that, you know, kids that are autistic or teens that are autistic and everything else, there's certain things that they adapt to and they don't adapt to, but see them for them. Exactly. Like you're different from me. I'm different than my wife. I'm different than my neighbor. And my son is different than all of us. So that's that's the way I try to like, you know, tell people like, you know, like everybody's different. So your brain works a certain type of way, his brain works a different type of way. So, you know, I, I, think, that, the world I think that's beautiful. Has he, because uh, I know you do a lot of activities with him. Is there certain activities that he likes, uh, you know, running sports or anything like that? Um. He's really getting into like the piano, oddly enough, lately. Oh, like every time nice. he goes, like like she has a piano, and I'm sort of like you know catching on to that now. So I'm thinking Christmas time I might get him a little piano or something because I want to see how far he can take it. But he's really really into that, and he's not and he's not really bad at it. Um, but he's like he's really into that. Um, he's into blocks, building stuff. Like he loves watching like Minecraft videos and some like game where all you do is like build, and he. Excuse me, and like he even plays it at home, like he's building his own stuff. So like his brain's working, um, like he loves to build stuff. So, oh, that's fantastic. That's beautiful. Never know. I mean, by six, he may end up, you know, composing some music and something. Mm -hmm. So the sky's yeah, the yeah. limit for him. So I, I yeah. applaud you and your wife and what you're doing for him and for all your kids and everything. I love that uh, when I had talked to you back and forth on on the email that you had. Uh, something, and I've asked this for all the previous guests that I've had on the show, you know, about 2020. And I like that your biggest 20, uh, your biggest takeaway of this year that we're getting ready to, you know, next week, which I can't believe it already is December, uh, mm -hmm. is to stay ready. Yeah. What does that mean? The 20, your biggest takeaway of 2020 is to stay ready. Um, with that, uh, you, you see with how the year went, like, like, I don't think anybody planned for this whole year to pretty much be a wash or whatever. Mm -hmm. um I feel like like just be prepared for anything and everything because because you never know what tomorrow's going to bring live in the moment um be smart be safe just stay ready for you know whatever could come at you so you know that's what I look at stuff live every day to your fullest you got to you got to because we only got one life facts you we only got one life and I, I just, I absolutely love that. And the last thing that I want to ask you, uh, what is it, even though that 
we you pretty much have summed it up at what you just said about your takeaway from this year, but what is it by the time December 31st comes around, what is it still that you feel you want to accomplish before this year ends? What do I want to accomplish before the year ends? I was already thinking about that that uh, today. Um, what do I want to accomplish before the year ends? Continue to um, continue to improve all around, like whether it be at work, um, as a dad, continue to learn, never stop learning, continue to grow. Um, I feel like I'm good at what I do with being a husband and a dad and, you know, a mental health professional, whatever, but um, just continue to like try to get better at it, you know, don't be afraid to grow. So that's the biggest thing for me. I love it. Don't be afraid to grow. That, that's, that's just absolutely perfect how you said that. Jaren, this was fun. I learned a lot from you. I, I appreciate everything that you had shared. Uh, hope your, hope your, your team, your Steelers just keep on winning. I hope they win out. I, hope so. That'd be I don't want to win out. I, I want to lose the last week before playoffs because mm -hmm. we need a reality check before it's over. Bonus, I don't go playoffs bonus last question. You see them playing in the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl this year, I see it being the Buccaneers and the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's that's your Super Bowl. Well, you got half of it right. I, I see y'all in it. <laughs> oh. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about the Buccaneers. I know they're loaded. They they are loaded. They are loaded. Um, you know, shout out to Tom Brady. Go blue. The greatest football player ever. Ever. Ever and now he and he knows how many downs there are only four. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think that you all got a good chance. Um, there's some really really good teams out there. We'll just see how it happens. Uh, you know, part of me thinks it's the Steelers. I think that you know Mahomes may get a second ring. Who knows? Back to back rings, but it's going to be fun to watch when it comes uh, early next year and see what teams get there. So. Sure. It was awesome. I appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you so much for your time. It was it was Thank great. You. Thank you. It was an honor. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, uh, all the listeners. I appreciate you tuning in today. And as I always end the show with, take care, stay safe. Follow Heard That with Marisa Tigney on social media on Facebook. Heard That Marisa 5 on Instagram and at lovely Marisa T on Twitter. Thank you for your continued support.